Welcome back. It's August 27th, 2020, and this is John Stull, the Krauss Neurosciences Education Coordinator. And this is Evan Belanger. I'm the Director of Neurosciences, Intensive Care, Vascular Access, SWAT Team, as well as the Comprehensive Stroke Accreditation. This is Episode 4 of the Neurosciences Podcast. Please note that this is not a CME event. The opinions and statements made during this recording don't necessarily reflect the position of Krauss Health or any other organization. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a very special set of guests today. The first one is Jameson Crum. He's the clinical director here at the Krauss Neuroscience Institute. And joining him is Mary Albanese, who's one of the co-founders of the CNY uh, Brain Aneurysm Awareness Campaign. I'm going to hand it off to Jameson to introduce Mary Albanese. So uh, take it away, Jameson. Hey guys, uh, like John said, uh, my name is Jameson Crum. I'm the clinical director of our neuroscience program. I'm here with a very important person with our program that helps head our support group, Mary Albanese. We're here to do this episode in honor of her friend and you know a friend of all of ours, uh, Mary Cook, who unfortunately uh, a little over a week ago uh, passed away after you know a fight with cancer. So I'll let Mary talk a little bit more about her. Uh, they've been close for many years um, and have helped you know, develop the foundation and the support group to the place where it stands now. And, and it's a, really a pillar of our program and a pillar of our local community providing the support for both uh, brain aneurysms, arterial venous malformations, any type of hemorrhagic uh, occurrence that, that affects the brain. Uh, so... With that, I'll let Mary kind of talk and introduce herself and, and tell you a little bit more about the program and, and how she became involved in her relationship with Mary. Right. Thank you, Jameson. Um, my name is Mary Albanese, and I am one of the co-founders of the Brain Aneurysm Awareness Campaign Support Group, along with Mary Cook. Um, Mary Cook and I have taught together for 15 years and she was one of the strongest, most positive, hardworking people that I've ever met. She was always saw the glass as half full. She never gave up and continued to fight until her last breath. Um, she survived a major brain aneurysm about 10 years ago. She never felt sorry for herself and she turned her struggles into something good. I remember she came into my classroom afterwards and said, I need to do something. I don't know what. And we just continued talking together and we decided that maybe we needed to find a support group and there wasn't anything in this area. So she said, well, maybe I'll do that. And I said, all right, I'm on board. Let's go. And the summer of 2012, we had our first support group meeting and we had about five people that day and we're up to about 70 members in the support group now. And we meet the third Monday of every month. And we just recently renamed our fund uh, within the Krauss Health Foundation is the Mary Rosano Cook Brain Aneurysm and Hemorrhagic Stroke Fund for Education Awareness and Patient Care. 
So you guys came together as a community, which is fantastic. Um, and it sounds like you and Mary start started your life as kind of a life of service. You're, you're both teachers. Um, I think that probably fed a lot into what you're doing um, to help others um, because you help children. What grade did Mary teach? Second grade. Second grade? Yeah. And what grade do you teach? Second grade. Oh, well, yeah. so you guys were, we were uh, co-teachers yeah. in the second we, we grade? We were, yeah, uh, so for 15 great. years. Yeah. That's, a, that's a rambunctious group. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> 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 so that really framed your view of the world, really, as teachers. Um, and then w when you brought that forward for aneurysm survivors, um, did you use your teaching methods? And what were your big challenges to get started? The biggest challenge was the communication, getting the word out, letting people know where we were, how to reach us. And through the help of Krauss, we've been able to get the word out and we've been pretty successful. Um, can you remember the day that you guys started talking about the support group? What was the context? I mean, I know she had had her aneurysmal bleed 10 years ago. Was Can you just give a little bit of that story? Like, Yeah, I remember the day very well. She came into my classroom. It was before the kids got there. And she said, I've looked all over the place to find a support group. I need some place to go and talk. And there was nothing other than the brain aneurysm group in, I believe, Massachusetts. But there was nothing locally. So she said, I think I might want to start a group up. And I said, well, I'm on board. I'll help you. Let's do this. Oh, that's great. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. And so you two were the first members of this support group. Yes. Actually, so you were supporting Mary. Correct. <laughs> as a, as yeah. a friend and a yeah. coworker. And then what was your what were the next steps? What did you guys do next? Um, the next step was we contacted, I believe it was Dr. Deshays at the time, to find out how to get the word out. We met at a local restaurant, Tony's Family Restaurant, Bernard Ave for the first time and we had people we I believe we took an ad out in the newspaper somewhere hmm. just letting people know and we had people as far as Utica come really to so the first visit to the very had. first meeting wow. <laughs> yeah great. And those people are still actively involved in the group today. And they have their own little regional group. And they group. have since yeah. started their own group in Rome. Oh, wow. Yes. That's great. So you started out at Tony's Family Restaurant at Burnett Avenue yeah. in Syracuse, <laughs> New York. Um, yeah. And, then, and then, uh, then what happened? And then once we got it rolling, we moved to a bigger facility. Where was that? Uh, yeah, it was, I believe, the Tellergy building over on Carrier Circle. Hmm. And then we moved to... Here. Here, yeah. yeah. to Marley. To, yeah. Yes. The Marley Education Center yeah. here at Krause Hospital. Yeah. yeah, and now we're at the Krause building in Britton Field. Hmm. And that's been a good move for you, right? I know that's. I've heard a lot of feedback that uh, that new location's been great. You guys, yeah, it's right parking, next to the highway. Parking's not an issue. Easy. Yes. Um, there's not like stairs and elevators to navigate. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's some success pretty early on, um, and I think that's remarkable for a group. So you guys really hit a need in the community. Um, how do you... Uh, you know, state your mission with your group? Is it uh, something that you really focus on uh, fundraising or you really focus more on uh, individuals and, and what they need? We do a little bit of both. I mean, we do fundraising when we can and the education part's the other big part that we do each month at the group meetings. We get ideas 
from the support group members of what they would like mm. to hear and learn about. And then Jameson helps us get that <laughs> yeah. going. Cor- corral the people. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, um, what do you think is the most common question that comes up, or what do you, or the the what is the biggest piece of ignorance you you find people have when it comes to aneurysms, and you're finding you're doing the most teaching most frequently on? Might be a tough um, question, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could I could jump in there. I think the the most common question that that we get. You know, because I attend most of the groups, um, if not all of the groups these days, is you know basically what what an aneurysm is. You know, it, what how it affects me. Why did this bleed? You know, is it likely to occur again? You know, the, the series of questions that just kind of spins from that original question of of what actually is an aneurysm? What is an arterial venous malformation? Why do I have this blood in my head that's not supposed to be there? And and as providers, that's a very common question that we get right from the start. Um, that's what families are asking. You know, that's what the question is, is, is why, you know, did this occur? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we have a very good answer for them. Sometimes we don't. You know, sometimes these are congenital things that, that have occurred over the lifetime of a patient. Um, and sometimes they're things that have occurred because of blood pressure issues, because of, um, you know, different variables um, that, that can influence them. So the answer is is not always, you know, uniform and the same. And, and like we've said, the people that come to this group are not just aneurysm survivors. They're arterial venous malformation survivors. They're patients that have had intracranial hemorrhage because of hypertension or, or one reason or another. Um, so we're dealing with a, a plethora of different um, diagnoses that led them to this place but i think that that's the most common question that we get is is why you know and and then the next common question is probably what do i do from here you know how do i get better um and and how soon am i going to get better and again that that how soon is a difficult answer because everybody's a little bit different both with you know their disease state and the the other things that they have going on with their health um but i think it's it's you know persistence and it's positivity you know we see so much in people that are really you know focused on bettering themselves it's the people that don't do well that get depressed kind of let the disease state overcome them that you know that do worse and i think that's a huge part of what you guys do is is provide this positive support group you know and and even outside of these individual meetings like you guys are are you you said family but definitely friends you know that that go do things describe even that um element do you, yeah, do, you I mean, do stuff outside of the group and yeah are there other activities you, besides your fundraiser that you do in the in february or these meetings that you hold are there other things that you know people are involved in right? um i know a lot of them get together outside of the group time for yeah. lunch or mm-hmm. dinner um i know a group of them went to albany not too long ago and they made um september brain aneurysm awareness month oh really so they, so part they of got a bus and they all went to the capital and they successfully did that we were actually really proud to be part of that we gave you guys some uh some swag from our group just so you represented as well that you know we're so proud of you guys for that kind of action um you know political action is is important Uh, i think what all you guys are highlighting really well is that you know sometimes as healthcare providers we focus on your inpatient you know we high five when you guys leave the hospital thinking we did a great job but you know sometimes i think in the past and historically we've let 
that group of patients down um, post-operative, you know, and post-hospitalization, that you really don't have a place to go and you don't have resources outside of our our, uh, our standard medical system to speak about your experience, to focus on what Jameson was talking about, what you do next. Where do you go from an aneurysm? Uh, it's a really life-changing event. Um, some people suffer more than others as far as um, their uh, deficits. And uh, I think it's a really important thing that healthcare is starting to focus now on that post-hospitalization phase, like Jameson was talking about with transitional care and, and uh, care coordination, so that it can help groups like yours with resources, whether it's speech or, or therapy or even just that emotional support, uh, a really important aspect. And our support group members are all at different stages of recovery. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are just getting just had their aneurysms, they see hope from the people that are further along. That's yeah. important. I think that, That's yeah, huge. Sorry, sorry, John. I mean, I think that Mary is a perfect example of that. She's this kind of beacon of hope mm-hmm. that they were looking at. She was such a high-functioning, giving person, and she had suffered many things in her life, and mm-hmm. uh, she really persevered and, and actually succeeded greatly. So that goes to the next question. What next? What's your What's the future of the organization? We know we've lost Mary. Um, she was wonderful. I think we can uh, all agree that her memory lives on in this group. And how do you plan to honor that moving forward in your future events and endeavors? We are going to continue plowing on. We're going to continue to meet each month. We're going to continue to do the fundraising activities. Um we we'll, be ready for, we'll be ready for that melt away the winter blues, I think. If yeah, I think we're, <laughs> we'll be we're going to be ready. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's going to be a long winter, I feel. We just want to keep her memory alive and keep doing what was so passionate to her. Yeah, and I, I think that's another thing, you know, as, you know, Mary was in that toward the end of her life in the hospital quite a bit. Um, and, you know, myself and Dr. Petalino got to see her, you know, very frequently, if not you know, every day, you know, that she was there. And every day that we'd walk in there, you know, she'd, we'd talk to her about, you know, what was going on with her, but she'd always be asking us, you know, well, well what's going on with this? You know, what's going on with that? And, you know, always just selfless, you know, until the end. And, and I think that that was such an incredible and inspiring um, thing about Mary. And, and as healthcare providers, we, we need that sometimes, you know, we, we go through our, our daily routine and, and we get, it gets, you know, a little bit cumbersome and old and and we need that inspiration that kind of drives us and and reminds us why we got into this in the first place and you know that we do you know want to help people and we want to provide you know that that support and that you know level of care for people and and Mary was always a tremendous uh, inspiration in that way to say hey you know you could have a million terrible things going on in your life but here I am you know and I have things 10 times worse than you and I'm still thinking of other people and I'm still trying to do all these things you know what do you have going on that that's so bad that you can't do something similar with your life so and I mean that that lesson reaches far beyond medicine it reaches you know I think every corner of life you know that you know we all have struggles that we go through you know we all have a, a common human experience that you know things go wrong sometimes and you know sometimes worse than others but as long as we can kind of maintain that attitude that you know we're here to to, to help people and we're here to to make other people's lives better is 
it's a thing that she brought to us and that you know, I personally will never forget, you know, and I think that that group serves as a, as a constant reminder, you know, that, hey, you know, life is going to throw you some, some curveballs sometimes and, you know, it's all about how you deal with it and, and how you treat other people that's really going to define, you know, who you are. And I think that was an incredible thing about Mary, an incredible thing that you guys do in general as a group um, to provide to the, you know, our patients and, and the group just as a whole. So, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about that, about who Mary was and, you know, what she liked doing kind of outside. You know. um, Mary was a mother of three. Yeah. And she loved to travel. Yeah. She was always traveling down to Mexico and Cancun. <laughs> um, she was a wonderful, caring, nurturing teacher. And I was honored to be her friend and colleague. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and even outside, you know, she's a teacher. She's a survivor, you know, of, of an aneurysm rupture, a very large aneurysm, mm-hmm. you know, that needed to get treated, and she had a prolonged hospitalization with that. And then, you know, to deal with cancer and to, to fight that, and I know she was going back and forth from Boston to, to here to, to all over the place, involved mm-hmm. in clinical trials and, and all of that stuff. And she... Hardly missed any work. She always scheduled her appointments Friday afternoon when we were done with school. Wouldn't feel good all weekend and then be ready to come back to work on Monday. It was amazing how for three and a half years she rarely missed a day. Yeah, I think that that speaks volumes to her as well. You know, she's Mm -hmm. constantly just wanting to to, support other people and, and to give back. And if you saw her, you wouldn't even know she was sick. Yeah. A lot of people had no idea. I can say I was surprised, actually, knowing knowing Mary on the periphery. And, uh, you know, she looked the uh, the picture of health and vitality, mm-hmm. you know, and she was always looking forward. And, uh, you know, that is telling uh, yeah. that, that yeah. you really, you wouldn't have known her troubles, for no, sure. not at all. Not at all. Well, I think that... Um, you know, we can all say here at Kraus is that uh, we're proud of the work you guys do. We're proud to be associated with you. Um, we thank you guys for that. Um, I think you pr- provide a tremendous service to us. Um, hopefully we're supportive of you. Um, we want to continue this relationship into longevity. And uh, uh, thanks again. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll put a link to your website in the show notes from this uh, podcast episode. Do you have any other way that people should know that they can reach out, get a hold of you, um, get We have a Facebook page and and the email is the easiest way all right so i'll put those in the show notes as well thanks for joining us um this was really good thank you all right thanks guys